Welcome to the Movie Theater Time Machine Podcast. Hey, I'm your announcer, Max. Hey, today we got a fun one for you folks. And he means it this time. Yeah, it really he, is. That's not, good. Not hyperbole. No, we got uh, Demolition Man from 1993. Starred Sylvester Stallone, Wesley Snipes, and Sandra Bullock. And hey, if you've never heard this podcast before, we have a Movie Theater Time Machine. Hence the name. We pull people from the year the movie's released. Not this time. time. Ah, shit. It is I, the time cop, and I just figured I'd save you the time, the trouble of getting your machine all warmed up because you, you really can't do this time traveling movie without me. Yeah, what the hell? Can you just like let Max introduce us? And... Fine. It's not like I've. I, well, I guess I got all the time in the the world. Yeah. So proceed. Shut up. I tell you, if you have over here, we have Nick and Kaz, and you know, go ahead, have some good time. And Nudge, the cat, she's here. Yeah, hey, y'all, I, <laughs> thank you very much, Max. I'm Nick, and Nick I'm Kaz. Hu- and I, I'm Nick, and I'm hungry enough to eat a rat burger. And I'm Kaz, and oh crap, I had a line prepared, but I forgot because I turned my computer off. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, wait, wait, to hell, uh, to hell with the three seashells. <laughs> <laughs> Kaz and uh, oh, so much for the three seashells. <laughs> uh, I was gonna have something. I thought of it on the car ride home from work, and I was gonna have something set up where I'd just like beep and would have that like you know like the ticket dispenser. Mm. Like, yeah, like, yeah. You motherfucker, get your back, fuck, fuck, fuck. That's, that's good toilet paper, you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm on toilet paper. All right, time cop, go ahead. What do you want? I'm just tracking a criminal from 1993 that I expect to be here. Really? You better believe it. I mean, I handled the time crime, so why else would I be here unless someone who was here, who wasn't supposed to be here, was here, you know? Eh, true. Simple, so... um, Yeah, so you're not really after us this time? No, no, no. All right, I'm just, I'm not making an excuse just to, you know, hang out with somebody. Yeah... On a Saturday night. Oh. Sunday morning. Yeah, it's the best. <laughs> I don't know how time works half the time. I, I, All right, so... Uh, my internal clock is off, you know. It's okay. Clock. <laughs> all right, fine. Uh, all right, so this one, Demolition Man, and... Um, a lot of demolition going down. Uh, it's a very well-done movie, honestly. I mean, this is... Probably the two months we've been doing uh, cult classics. I think this is one of my favorites. It's pretty. It's funny sometimes. I like it. Oh my god! It it's hysterical, and um, I want to get one part out of the way. Like Doug Walker did a review of it, and actually very much panned this movie. What? On, on a lot of things. It's and, fun, cheesy though. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that was it. I think one point where like you know it's they point out that Sandra Bullock you know could have been utilized a lot more I guess. but I really think like the the parts where you know she said you know she leans over like, exchange of bodily fluids yeah Ew. but when she leans over you had him run you licked his ass <laughs> and the back and forth of no kicked his ass and you know her um, her character I thought was really good yeah I, I mean I, I, I can suspend my disbelief. Like, I know if it was yeah. a serious work, then people might be like, oh, there's no way someone who studied the past like that would get those catch tra- those uh, idioms wrong, especially after such 
only 40 years. I mean, come on, the bee's knees. Yeah. Three, three skidoo. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I agree with you. And there were some things I thought about. Big like, and a poke. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that, that's another one. Yeah, and I thought about some of the things, like, what would we forget mm. after so many years? And, you know, like, would, would, would children nowadays know what a floppy disk is? The save icon. <laughs> yeah, well, no, 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 the, the old floppy disks that were actually floppy. Well, I'm sure somebody, they would eventually ask, hey, what the hell is the save icon? And someone would explain what a floppy disk is. Yeah. Or do you mean actually floppity floppy? The actually floppy, the yeah. a side and a b side and yeah. number crunchers or Exactly, exactly that, yeah. Like, the, the real floppy disk. And, and why dysentery makes me laugh inappropriately. Oregon <laughs> tree! Yeah, and I think it would just All be... All green. Yeah, I think maybe 10 years, 20 years would be a different conversation, but... You know, her, you know, if she was so obsessed with the 20th century, how did she not know how to drive? Hey, could do you think you could handle a, uh, a, a crank, crank car? Ask, ask, um... Yeah. Max, oh, wait, no, no, that would have been what? after. You ever use a crank car, or I, well, did they lose the crank by then? I felt kind of cranked when I drove. Don't, don't, don't be. Drive sober, or get pulled over, okay? Yeah. All right, go away now. Yeah, sure. Okay, bye. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, this movie itself. I mean, okay, Tom God, what do you think about this one? I think it's just uh, delightful and quaint and, and family-friendly entertainment for everyone. Even with all the swearing and all that stuff? <laughs> you consider those dirty work. <laughs> well, it's usually to call them four-letter words, too. I mean, how many Only four letters? <laughs> That's just, this is just preposterous. Uh. Please don't laugh anymore. That's just kind of disturbing. Uh, before we go a little further, I just want to point out um, our friend Josh was supposed to be on this episode uh, known as the moniker of Larry Fishburger. Mm. Um, unfortunately, he had something this morning. He's okay. He's totally he's fine. He's okay. Uh, he's totally, totally fine. Just something held him up. Uh, go on Twitch or go on Facebook. Look up Larry Fishburger. And uh, go ahead. Is it check, all in work? Yeah, yeah. Go uh, go check out his stream um, for uh, for that. He does a lot of really good games, and he's actually really good. And um, so for the movie theater time machine audience, go ahead check it out. And also uh, go ahead check out our sponsor as well, who is still carrying on for next month as well. So. Yay! Yeah, that is really, really wonderful if you ever do that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, she's gonna love that. (laughs) Uh, She's a really, really, really big supernatural fan, so that's gonna be great. (laughs) Hemp by Harley, unique jewelry for unique people. Uh, Going on with a few more weekends, I believe. She also was on our uh, my other podcast, uh, Honest Fitness Talk with your trainer Nick. And she was outstanding. We talked about bullshit nutrition, <laughs> uh, bullshit diets. And, oh, God, you don't want to eat that. Yeah, and uh, BS martial, art, uh, martial arts, too. Never heard of that, that uh, tradition. <laughs> uh, we had a great discussion, and um, 
we could have talked for hours on it. We had a good back and so forth. So, what's the name of your other podcast? Yeah, Honest Fitness Talk with your trainer, Nick. All right. And where yeah. can you find it? Uh, right now on Podbean, but um, soon to be on iTunes. Ah, so, yes. Uh, probably within about a week or so, I'll probably get that done. That's going to take a little bit, but we'll see. I think your podcast pitch interrupted your uh, Har- Hemp by Harley pitch. Oh. Oh, wait, you said unique custom jewelry? Yeah, unique custom jewelry. And where can yeah. they find it? Yeah, you could find oh, right. You could find <laughs> her on uh, Facebook and Instagram. Uh, see where she is set up and also where to order some things. So. Where would you, what do you look up to find it? Hemp by Hurley. Oh, okay. All one word? No underscores? Separate. No, yeah. Oh, all yeah. separate words? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I never know when they're... True. All my, no, no, that's all right. All my yeah. file names are a mix of words with spaces, but sometimes <laughs> I revert to that old behavior of underscores because I heard something a while back from yeah. a teacher like in college that he did that because just in case... <laughs> No, I agree with you here. So computers wouldn't allow that. This uh, movie was directed by a um, a guy named uh, Marco Brambilla, who did very few movies that were not as well known as this. Did a lot of weird artistic work. Um, Wait, is his last name Spanish? Because that would be the the two L's together. Brambilla? 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 Is it Brambilla or Brambilla? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just, uh, just going through notes. Research! Yay! Yeah, true. Uh, but it still is. He's not as known, and he hasn't really done much anything else other than this. But does, does he really, after this movie? Come on. No. No, not really. This is a... They should have a sequel called Cleanup Crew. <laughs> This is a really, <laughs> this is a really, really good uh, cult classic because it just it takes on a new life almost every year. And I think it's also if you enjoy yeah. this, you would enjoy uh, Idiocracy. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Kind of a similar yeah. guy gets from the pre- well, what used to be the present, the present ain't what it used to be. No. Um, ends up in the future, and but this. Yeah, they both kind of have that plot going, and the future's just kind of wacky, and yeah. a place where you can talk about, I don't know, moral things. And yeah, it's... Uh, sci-fi shit, social commentary. Yeah, so there is the career criminal who's a psychopath named Simon Phoenix. Who, what a name. Yeah, who's played by the great Wesley Snipes, who looks a lot like a bizarro Bartman. Yeah, man. Yeah, that, that, yeah. He's like Bart Simpson, or at least mixed with Max Headroom and uh, um, the Joker. Yeah, but it'd be like what what Barbara Bush would would have thought Bart Simpson <laughs> would be like. Oh, I don't like him very much. Oh, oh, oh! Maybe remember when they the TV movie in the episode with the when they had Neil Patrick Harris as Bart and he had a gun and. <laughs> Yes! <laughs> like that! <laughs> yeah, and the, the Venus to Milo, the Gummy Venus episode of The Simpsons? Yeah, I don't, I yeah. don't know where, yeah, no, where Bart not, came in, but you know what I'm talking yeah. about. I can see it almost. No, yeah, yeah, the, um, no, 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 I'm sorry. No, that was the episode where Smithers was missing and presumed he killed him. Uh, yeah, I, it was that, it was that episode. Yeah, that was funny. But um, in the very beginning, you have the big setup. He uh, 
Sylvester Stallone plays the cop, Jaron Spartan, who uh, uses a thermal scan of a building, finds no hostage, hostages, goes after uh, Phoenix to try to go ahead, say, where are the hostages? They spread gasoline around, and... Basically like Batman and Joker. Yeah, it was, it was a hell of a fight. Oh, his uh, name's John Spartan. I mean, yeah. Everybody's got appropriate noun names, huh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, never mind when you get to uh, you get to Sandra Bullock. Who, <laughs> this is actually a really good... It was sort of that was more subtle. Yeah, but this is a really good role for her. Yeah. She had really good roles in later movies, and I'm actually still a fan of hers. Uh, but she also takes it... She takes her roles in stride, and she likes to do things that's fun. Not really familiar with her work. Yeah, I thought she was like a somebody from rom coms mostly or something. She does a lot of those, but she did a really good one. Like Miss Congeniality was a ah, really, it was thinking. a really well done flick. The second one, not too much, but uh, but anyway, so like fourth one's even worse. Oh really? You didn't hear that from me. <clears throat> All right. But the, um, you know, Phoenix, um, they go ahead, they set off the explosions, they bring down the building, and hence the Demolition Man monitor. Where it starts to, it starts to fall there, but Cause they like, found bodies everywhere. Yeah, when he, I guess Phoenix is his nemesis, he's been chasing for like two years, yeah. and I, I don't know, does he, is he called Demolition Man because it's he's reckless or because just disaster follows him and blows shit up like an action star it was mentioned that what happens is that basically he stops nothing he has absolutely no regard for anything you know anything he doesn't follow any protocol just goes after his man he's the loose cannon cop guy yeah, and you know, X gray, you know, almost green beret type. Yeah, you know, he did just, have a beret. It was more of yeah. a blackish shade, but yeah. yeah, well, that's still. But he's very much the. He's got a beret. It means business because yeah. it ain't one of the artist berets. I mean, hell, the first the first moment you see him, he's jumping out of a, he's jumping out of a helicopter. Yeah, and a bungee cord. Yeah, Ooh, and I'm like, scary. okay, that's pretty badass, you know. You're ultimately like, I'm a badass. But, you know, which one point I want to get out of the way. Thank God they, we had subtitles on. Yeah. There's some parts I'm like, uh, this is weird. Yeah, because you kept thinking every time he said Phoenix, you heard penis. <laughs> well, that's also from the Nostalgia Critic Review. Oh, okay. You know, so yeah, it affected it, your it, viewing? Yeah, it did, it did have a difference, too. But you hear it's like, you know, the penis. Somewhere in another funny. timeline, you probably just heard Phoenix. But in this timeline, you were destined to, to hear penis. Okay. I'm not dicking around or anything. Mm. I don't like when people dick around, so good on you. Okay, cool, cool. Uh, Please here, be my so, friend. Yeah, oh, we're always your friend, don't worry. I didn't, kidding, say yeah. I didn't say anything. I didn't say anything. Huh. Don't so, listen to my submit subliminal messages. Huh. All right, subliminal. so... So, uh, Spartan is, uh, brings it down. They find bodies everywhere. Obviously, the thermos It's raining men. <laughs> you know, so he's tried for manslaughter, arrested, incarcerated, and he's cryogenically frozen for 70 years. And what a weird-ass scene, eh? 
I saw his dick. It was it was kind of blurry through the. I, oh wait, first he's like in this water goo, this goo. They put him in. He's naked in goo in a cylinder. Yeah. And I saw a thing once about. I think there is such a thing as a not a cryogenic goo, but a goo that can make it so you don't have to breathe. Mm. Like it'll fill up your lungs and take care of it for you or something i think i saw that somewhere and they did it with mice or rat rats i think but of course the rats think they're drowning so i mean until it gets in them so he's all like you know he's fighting yeah fighting like i know it's gonna happen but it kind of feels like i'm gonna be drowned yeah yeah, and it's weird. The weirdest effects, too. The, 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 <laughs> His the, expressions. Yeah, the most bizarre face that... Yeah, there, there's a scene later where he describes that, you know, he was, you know, he it wasn't a 30, you know, it was a 36-year dream hmm. that he was there. And I'm like, wow, like, that was... That was actually some really good writing. How is he not insane? That's true. They even talked about that. They were like, that would make somebody insane. Yeah. And it, apparently they were supposed to run a... Wait a minute. The rehabilitation program. So does that mean yeah. Cocteau was around back then? in Because this takes place in the futuristic year of 1996. <laughs> it was made in 1993. Yeah, and, you know, the majority of the action is in the year 2032. Uh, yeah. So he, he doesn't, fin yeah. they don't finish out the sentence, of course, yeah. obviously. Which uh, I just realized we're almost halfway. <laughs> yes, we will get, we will talk about what did they get right. Yeah, but we're almost halfway there. <laughs> oh, God. You know, to between the, oh, wow. Wow, old math. Holy shit. You're doing old math. He's lost in the yeah. old math. Wow. Wow, that's weird. Just think about tomorrow. All the crazy crap tomorrow. Mm. Yeah. That that should reverse the, the old math. No. Actually, hang on. Anyway, I coined old math, I think, so twenty one, uh, twenty What do you know about old math? Twenty two oh, so we're we're over halfway there. I Wait think Time Cop's been listening to our podcasts. Yeah, no, we're over halfway there. It's thirty six years, so Oh shoot, wow. I'm just tired, never mind. Stop doing old math. Yeah, so you know, the year 2032, it's really, you know, it's uh, 2010, there was the big great earthquake uh, that happened in California and the cities of San Andreas, I'm sorry, the, that's not, well, the cities of, um, San Andreas uh, is the fault. Yeah, so the cities of Los Angeles, uh, San Diego, okay. and Santa Barbara were all blended together and became San Andreas. San Angeles. San Angeles. <laughs> it sounded like yeah. you said San Anus. They lost their <laughs> anus. Just fell off. We <laughs> lost the bottles. <laughs> Maybe that's the deal with the three seashells. But <laughs> what I think is funny is they go from LAPD to SAPD, and you can imagine it's like, oh, the sapped is here. They were sapped of their, uh, I don't know, uh. awesome violenceness. But anyways, uh, yeah, Phoenix, uh, he's unfrozen today. Yeah. Uh, mysteriously. And Nudge is awkwardly sitting on Bear. Rito's. 
face. Oh, we're good. I'm probably coming through a little bit louder. I'll talk a little softer just oh, to balance. Not on your face. I'm... Wait. Uh, all right. Don't mind that. That's, just, that's why you don't want to mess with the timeline because then sometimes you just get skips and sounds where you speak nonsense like that. Yeah, true. That's, sure. That is why I have to apprehend that criminal from 1993. Now, you, yeah. have you seen him? Kind of kind of short, kind of kind of green, kind of hair, you know, in the usual places. Gazoo? <laughs> Gazoo from the Flintstones? Wait, what? What kind of name is that? Oh, short little alien from the, you said short Don't green patronize hair. me. He didn't have hair. He had a helmet. I didn't see from? anybody like that around. Nope. No. I, I didn't. No, so it doesn't make any sense at all. Maybe, maybe he shows up in the movie and, and that'll give us some clues, right? Yeah. Should we talk about it? Yeah, true. Okay. All right. All right, so you definitely were at the point where there's utopian run. A, um, you know, Everyone's under, like a pacifist. Yeah, that's, yeah, and there's the angelical, you know, evangelical guy, Doctor Raymond Cocteau. <laughs> Cocteau. <laughs> His name's Cocteau. Because <laughs> he'll kick you in the balls. I don't know. Hi, you dicto. <laughs> but uh, yeah, he's like uh, the guy who I don't know. Oh, the. He came up with the rehabilitation program, so when they're in cryostasis, they have a program run that's supposed to, you know, teach them yeah. some better skills, like knitting. Yeah, and there was a um, there was a point where, you know, they, they did mention one of the older guys who, um, who was there, and he was an older guy, and, you know, in the, you know, more of the... Not the present day, but, you know, he was a cop, it's still a cop, and, you know, explaining that people are not programmed, they don't have serial numbers, or there's a point where they started getting serial numbers. Chips. Uh, yeah, and chi- yeah, and chips and stuff, and, you know, mm. uh, Simon Phoenix was not, um, he was not, not chipped at all. Yeah. But... John so he couldn't Spartans. have any money, I don't think. Yeah, no. Oh, if you're wondering, yeah. Simon Phoenix, he, he has a lot of fun with destruction. He's a fun villain, just like yeah. the Joker, and he makes a lot of Simon Says jokes. And so, when That is funny. Uh, I don't know why he gets defrosted early, but he gets defrosted, and then he's like, oh, retina scanners, and then he's just all like, oh, thank God. That, that transition, scene transition was rough. Because yeah. you know he's gonna just jam a pen in the guy's yeah. eye, but yeah. they, they just cut to a close up to an eye, and I'm like, don't show it, don't show it, please, don't. Sh-. Oh no, wait, it's it's just the the eyeball. You just kind of you zoom out. Then he's like, oh, he used the guy's eyeball on the end of the pen to. Yeah. So thankfully they didn't. Sh- uh, well, that was an awfully clean cut, you know. Yeah. Just like a nice globe. <laughs> no. Yeah, reason. and. It's it's poor. It's important to point out that at this point, the police are basically useless. It's kind of like Pleasantville. They, you know, yeah. they would stick to rescuing cats out of trees if there were any. Yeah. I, I don't know if there are any. And but. you know, they refer to it. You know, when people <laughs> die, it's referred to as a murder death kill. They 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 also say protect serve like with a the subtitles had a slash in between it. Yeah. 
So I don't know if that's some kind of future grammar thing, but yeah. And every time. Dab Don't look at me. This is this is just purely a fantasy, you know. Okay. If anything, words should be shortened, like kabubda. That that that's the first half of a very good book I know, you know. Oh. Shorter is more efficient, but not always clearer. Reminds me of the Family Guy bit. Yeah, it was what Peter says. Like, they're just mad because I could say the alphabet in half a second. Yeah. Peter, you just yelled. Peter. Yeah. And you know, it's just it's important. Like it's it this like you said this this utopian thing. It's like it comes at a cost. Yeah, and even like Rob Schneider says this. Oh yeah, he's in it. Rob Schneider is a. Which is a and normal thing and not a carrot or a know, stapler. <laughs> <laughs> and they're, they're, you know, the Simon's just like beating up the cops. And like, the one of the best scenes is like the cop is trying to apprehend him and he's like l- talking into like this little Android phone guidance thing. And it's like, what do we do? What do we do? Speak in a stern voice and tell the, tell the, appar- the criminal to lay on the ground. It didn't work. Speak in a more stern voice. Yeah. And they're there. They're like, Rob Snyder's like, we're police officers. We're not trained to hand this handle this kind of violence. Yeah, he's just running around murdering everybody yeah. in his way. And, makes and the last, and you know, the last murder death kill, but the last time somebody died of unnatural causes... Um, it was 2010. Was, yeah, it was 22 years before that. At least in that in that area. Before and I guess Cocteau did whatever is, I think it was after the earthquake he got in there and did the came up with the mind reprogramming thing. Right. Which makes me wonder then what the hell was the reprogramming thing they were running in 1996? I don't think they were doing anything. I think they were just freezing people, but I think it was something that was introduced. Oh. And there, I would imagine it was it was introduced in the middle of the chipping and you know and all that because mm-hmm. they're like, okay, we got to start releasing these people. Let's make them useful. So Simon suddenly has these skills he didn't have before, like karate and, just, yeah. and um, how to crack into one this computer terminal thing and yeah. directories, and he, and he has this the, a vision of um, did it, did we see who it was yet? He was talking about Ed, Edgar Friendly. Like, you have this... Vo- oh, you yeah, have, yeah, uh, yeah. Don't you hear this nagging thing in yeah, your head? Yeah, the nagging voice to be able to kill... Yeah, to be able kill to Kill Edgar this Friendly. Out. Yeah. So we get a little taste of what's going to happen. We don't know really what's going on. But actually, fun fact with it, Wesley Snipes is a very highly skilled martial artist. Wait, wasn't he in Blade? And that, that had uh, martial arts in it, It right? did, yeah. It did, but he is an extremely Wesley, high. the vampire slayer. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he is extremely good, and um, he had. Uh, I'm actually, it's like a six degrees of Kevin Bacon type <laughs> thing, you know. I'm actually connected with him because my sensei sensei actually trained with him. Cool. They're in a very 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 nice uh, well, David Arundel, but. Um, you know, it says that Wesley Snipes is a very, very nice man. Aww. In the time, and, you know, just not very good with business or taxes, but that's another day. But, um... Uh, yeah, and, uh, through all this... Hey, better uh, than being 
in trouble with the law because of murder death kill. I know. <laughs> yeah, and through all this, we meet uh, Huxley, who is played by Sandra Bullock. Aldous and, Huxley was yeah. the author of Brave New World, and which is was, kind of a similar sort of neutered world where everything yeah. is kind of nice yeah. and sort of. Yeah, so Phoenix is thought out as that's so they got they got to bring out John Spartan in order to do it. You could tell like they start letting him know what's going on, and they're like, "Hey, he's very confused, very upset that his wife and his daughter are supposedly dead." I don't think we even heard anything about them. No, were they mentioned in the uh, the whole gasoline fight scene at all? Or no, I feel like they should. There should have been. At least a mention or something, just to yeah, just to make the whole cryo sentence a bit less. I mean, a bit more, you yeah. know, gravity having. Yeah. So true. Yeah. So um, oh, the the, uh, Huxley is. Oh, I think her name is Lenina Huxley. Yeah. Uh, she wants. Okay, this movie fills a lot of the, the... If you've been on TV tropes, you'll recognize a lot of the time travel, whatever, kind of tropes like, mm. uh, oh, you got that one person who happens to be obsessed with the 20th century or whatever century. Right, So she yeah. she's, fulfills that role, so she seems to have kind of a... sort of a glamorized attraction to violence a little bit. Like, she has a toy gun and... Yeah, she wants to do something. And she yeah, really... Yeah, there's even a, there's a really good conversation. It's like, don't you wish something would happen? But she still kind of has an innocence, as we'll see later, when she's actually confronted with violence. Right, yeah, true. But, uh... True, and yeah, yeah, she has that, and it's, you know, there's so much, you know, quote-unquote contraband in her office but there also is a lethal weapon three poster <laughs> as well which was so weird huh. yeah though probably the worst movie in the series in my opinion so they they yeah they do they thawed spartan and all that and but the the bald guy that looks like a lot like dr evil but a cleaned up Do like Dr. Evil's dad or something. Yeah. <laughs> he, he's all yeah. like, I don't want this Neanderthal caveman. He's too violent. Your dirty meat eater. Uh, yeah. I didn't even think about it. Yeah, he, yeah, you're right. It is Dr. Evil's dad. <laughs> um, his mild-mannered dad, I guess. Yeah. Maybe that's where Scott Evil got it from. The mild-manneredness. <laughs> but, uh, um... Ah, oh, crap. But, yeah, she had studied, like, tapes of his action... Yeah. And he, I don't know, she she did her research and she knows he can take care of this guy. And yeah. they were told, use any means necessary, so, yeah. And, oh, the, I like how you get a little bit of the fish out of water fun. Like, uh, um, every time somebody swears or even says hell or something, yeah. it, the, like a yeah. computer beeps at them. Yeah, they're uh, fined for the uh, the morality clause, or the morality stature, I think it's called. But it was so, it was really funny. But then you get into, like, the three seashells. Yes! And that, this is one of my favorite concepts, because it's <laughs> never explained of what the hell is the three seashells. And there's a lot, one of um, Rob Snyder's only lines, you know, he doesn't know about the three seashells. <laughs> so Spartan had to go to the bathroom. He comes back and he's like, there's no toilet paper. Yeah, I don't have any toilet paper. All there is is three seashells. Yeah. And Rob Schneider laughs and he's like, 
He doesn't know how to use the three sh- seashells. Yeah, and then everybody's laughing, and then you hear so... He swears, uh, and yeah. he, there's his toilet paper. Yeah, and he just does that, but I, I, I love that. You motherfucker, you shit, you ass, you goddamn motherfucker, son of fuck, 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 fuck. Beep, beep, yeah. beep. beep. Yeah. Take it, take it, take yeah. it. Hey, I found my toilet paper. <laughs> it's just, it's such a beautiful delivery of that. I still love it. Any, any time I do that, like if I'm in, um, I remember when I was teaching in, um, I believe it was a middle school mm. that I was teaching. I was using the bathroom and it was one of those where you had to pull out like the toilet paper squares one at a time. Ah! And I just I pulled them out and I'm like, damn it, motherfucker. Yeah, I'm like earlier I looked at a bunch of toilet paper in my hand, I'm like, I found my toilet paper. Ah! And I just started laughing and I just cleaned myself up and went back to like you know, went back to the classroom and I'm just laughing all by myself down the hallway remembering this movie <laughs> and it's just <laughs> I told one of the teachers about it and she remembered too it was pretty funny <laughs> yeah good school too they were fun uh, so yeah the the the, uh, the the whole thing is really good because you're in this utopian society and all the cops are you know like almost like futuristic Andy Griffith Barney Fife types and you know they're trusting computers they're trusting algorithms they're going by manuals and oh they're the entire by the book cop yeah to his loose cannon yeah and then you know you know Spartan relies on intuition and he relies Mm. on you know he's mentioned many times yeah go yeah call it a cop hunch or you know or something like that and then he um you know, he arri- uh, there's a scene where uh, Phoenix is now, like, they're trying to figure out where's he going, and then, you know, he's gonna go for a gun. Like, the only part, the only gun is at a museum. There you go. Dun, dun, Let's dun. go to the museum. Oh, yeah, and that's what he was at that terminal for. Yeah. The cops did show, show up, but that's because he was swearing too much, and it was like, mm. please stand by while you are waiting arrest or something. Yeah, and that's and when we have the hey, lie down on the ground, cop. And yeah, and you know there we see that you know uh, Phoenix grabs a whole bunch of, um, he grabs a whole bunch of guns and he starts shooting people. Yeah, the, the museum, the section on violence. Yeah, and you know there's um, it's a beautifully cool fight. What I'm wondering at this part is yeah. why are all these random civilians? Why do they have, like, those Beetle Bailey hats? I mean, they're not <laughs> army hats or anything. They just, they're reminiscent of those kind of folded, and then again, kind of like the paper hats of a deli guy, too. But mm. I just thought, hey, that reminds me of, like, those Beetle Bailey kind of hats a little. Yeah. I was wondering if that was symbolic or whatever. Yeah, true. Like, it's like some kind of hey, irony. Hey, Cap, you think anything like that? What do you think? I just think all those robes would be kind of inconvenient, like... I hope all those self-driving cars didn't have any pedals in them because you just step all over your robes. It's just not yeah, good. Yeah. If you want to fight True. crime, you got to fight crime in a thong, you know? It, it just makes the most <laughs> sense. There's nothing they can grab onto. You hope, huh? Mm, 
I know. Damn. Well, you got all that, and uh, what yeah. kind of defective, un-uniform, out of code thong are you thinking of that anything would come flopping out? That that wouldn't work at all. You, no, no. You gotta fit the dress code. True. You gotta have your suspenders. Come on. This <laughs> is just basic. <laughs> anyway. Okay, so. Borat flashbacks aside. Yeah. Um, so we get into a cool fight in in a section that looks a lot like uh, old, old LA. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Before the earthquake, supposedly. Yeah, and that's when. Yeah. I think somebody gets a TV thrown at him. <laughs> yeah. But I think after yeah, Phoenix yeah. escapes, is, is running with Cocktail. Yeah, that's the funny thing. He throws the TV and goes, hey, you're on TV. Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> it's, it's got those one-liners. It, it's lovely. It's cheesy, uh, fun it's action. Just, this is what an action movie should be like. And, you know, the beautiful part where he zaps him and he has, they have this glow rod. Oh, yeah. It just makes he, people unconscious. Yeah. And he, Police baton thing. And he, throw, he sticks the glow rod in this water and then it zaps him. You know, zaps Phoenix out of place and he ends up getting away. Um, but there, you know, we really get the big, you know, mid... Dun, dun, dun. You know, the mid-movie twist that kind of explains what's going on. He's got his pistol, and he runs into Cocteau, and he points the pistol, but he can't shoot him. And, he, and Cocteau's like, I know you can't. Oh, also, he has his comic relief uh, assistant guy. Yeah. And I, I love their awesome outfits. It's an example of the, uh, how what, 80, the 80s yeah. people all thought the future would be, like, have all kinds of Japanese stuff. I mean, it kind of does, but not yeah. like... And that was... Uh, the character's name is Associate Bob. Oh, Which yeah. um, is also... Is the, the man named Glenn Shaddix, who played the character of Othno um, in Beetlejuice. Hmm. And it's basically the exact same character. I don't remember that character. He was the eccentric assistant who, uh, uh, sorry, interior decorator who ended up changing the whole house around. Hmm. Who was the assistant, uh, the, um, the assistant of the character who was played by the actress who played Kevin's mom in Home Alone. My eyes just kind of glazed over. Yeah. Friend of a friend of a friend of a friend of a... Pretty much, yeah. So we get this big twist and you find out that, you know... But their kimono-based outfits or uh, their formal wear or whatever are pretty awesome. Yeah. And uh, Cocktoo, basically, he was the one who set up Phoenix and what he's trying to do is bring down Edgar Friendly and... The the, resistance leader. Yeah, the revolution leader to try to get cocktail out of there and there's a beautiful scene uh, so Stallone is running saying penis <laughs> penis and you know chasing after him and get away and he inv- uh, he gets invited to dinner to Taco Bell oh well you jumped over some important details all right, all right, uh, then, yeah, yeah. okay so uh, I don't know how f- uh, how Phoenix gets away, but they think uh, they th- they think uh, Spartans. He's Cocteau. Bas- yeah, wants him to kill the op- the underground literal underground li- leader because the 
the guy and his uh, people live in the freaking sewers, um, and they like freedom, and this world isn't, you know. Yeah. Come on, you said hell, beep, you're being fined. <laughs> so, uh, so he, to, you know, cover up that he's actually the bad guy, he uh, pretends that John Spartan uh, saved his life, and so, yeah, that's how all restaurants are Taco Bell now. Yeah. And that's the one thing explained it. And Doug Walker, I'm sorry to go back to him again, but Doug Walker did a really, really good job, you know, explaining it. Like, that's one thing about this. You kind of want a Demolition Man prequel. Hmm. Or, you know, just the years in between. Uh, how did this all build up? Yeah. You know, it's like, okay, what did that look like? I mean, did, uh, did Colonel Sanders sign the surrender to the Ch- Chalupa? Or something, or like, you know, or how did that happen? Or did the Chihuahua cut off, you know, cut off the head of Ronald McDonald? Or, oh, in, man, or, or in prison Grimace? In order, that would be you know, spectacular. Yeah, in, in order to do, I, I don't know. It's just something that I think about. A like, far superior food fight movie. Yeah. yeah the Burger King, yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. The Burger Bur- King was, uh, he, he got the guillotine. Yeah, Burger King did there, and somebody finally did justice and put the hamburger away. And I think Wendy just kind of played all sides, and just she, <laughs> she was a, a mercenary who's just sold weapons of mass destruction to all sides. Yeah. and then laughed evilly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> open up Cantina Wendy's. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, they just open up here, come down to Wendy's instead of Rick's. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, it would be Rick from Casablanca. When you say that would Rick, I, I keep thinking of uh, Rick Sanchez instead, <laughs> and I'm like, oh my god, imagine if there was a Casablanca with Rick Sanchez <laughs> and <laughs> portals. I don't and- give a damn, I don't need por- <laughs> I don't need papers to cross, I can do this gun thing. Alright, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we can be forever, we always have parents, we can just go back later in another universe, okay? can't go too many times though because sometimes you, you could get a portal sick interdimensional yeah. sickness you, you don't want that yeah just no. sit on the toilet for Ugh. oh man yeah we had that in mexico so i feel it mm-hmm. buddy yeah uh, so yeah this changed and yeah they find the scraps it was like, the franchise wars apparently happened yeah. in the meantime yeah and you know they take a ride uh to that everyone is dressed up there's valets it's a fancy pants restaurant and two things to mention there everyone in the city sings show tunes no no it's commercial jingles that's what's your show tunes still no a show tune is a song in a musical play all right um but the um hot dogs yeah, the, the, uh, that was really funny, and then... Um, Ironic, because yeah, meat's been outlawed as bad for you, so... Yeah, yeah, true, yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, and then there, you know, you get in a Taco Bell, and there's the piano player singing the Green Giant theme. <laughs> it sounded classy. And I'm like, that's really... <laughs> I, 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 that was totally lost on me. And I never heard that jingle, so... Yeah, it still was just totally, totally lost on me at first. And I'm like, oh, wow. But the whole concept that they just love these little, like, commercial jingles. They called them mini-tunes, I think. Yeah. You used to call them commercials in your time. That's and what the radio the radio station plays. Yeah. yeah. 
and um, I, I like how the food they get is like you know when a, a chef or something would say this is an interpretation of blah 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 yeah. to crap on a plate so it's like a bunch of triangles on a, a row of what nachos and some colors of stuff dribbled on them but i hey i love the colorful puffy mariachi sleeves on the waiters that was pretty cool <laughs> i really and the really, japanese formal wear it's pretty awesome yeah i i really hate those types of restaurants mm. i'm like come on just just put the good food together and i understand you want to give good presentation but if it tastes good i'm gonna come back i gotta say I can make killer veg uh, vegetarian tacos, though. You damn well if can. You, if you can find Gimme Lean, the hamburger, the burger flavor, not the, the sausage flavor is too spicy. Mm. And, a, you know, one of those taco spice kits and then melt American cheese all up in there. It's the best. You won't go yeah. back to hamburger because nah. hamburger will be grainy and textured like, I don't know, bird poo or something in comparison. Yeah. Uh, I remember the first time you made that for me. I was just stunned, and I, I did not want to eat a regular taco ever again. Yeah. Uh, ever. Although, like, wow, it's uh, amazing. I, I probably would have yeah, gone folks, for that. It, it is really good. That rat burger later in the oh, movie. Yeah, oh god, yeah. <laughs> I had you know, like yeah, we've eaten Jesus, we've eaten weird, we ate weird food in Italy. We ate, it wasn't uh, that weird. Yeah, we ate uh, grasshoppers in Mexico. Ugh. Other bizarre food in Mexico itself. Avoid 100% cacao. And, it is nothing like chocolate. Yeah, and you had um, probably some some stuff in Japan. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Odd desserts or something. A spaghetti sandwich. Yeah, so, I mean, like, I'd eat a rat burger. Yeah, yeah, I would. I'd eat it. You know, it's just, okay, that makes sense, and... You know, so it's like you get to the deal with the scraps, but there's a the scraps are the people who live underground in freedom and squalor. Right. And there's a really, really interesting scene. You know, the um, they interrupt the dinner and they try to um, they're trying to steal all the food. Mm. You know, they try to there that Spartan just goes crazy trying to get the um one liners yeah try to get the one liners while he's knocking him down but then he does say something you know they're scraps they're degenerates and this is you know cocktail drivers like yeah but they're not degenerates when they're just trying to get something to eat well yeah cocteau is the one who calls them degenerates but yeah. spartan he, he kind of knows better that they're just do he realizes wait a minute they're just trying to get by yeah yeah they're just trying to get something to eat you know it's the um what's the problem you know, the, um, there's several, several, several good bits on that, but the, um, uh, one of the canisters had dehydrated shrimp huh. that I noticed, and another one was just filled with cheese balls. <laughs> that, was, that was pretty interesting. Uh, but it was mostly just redecorated cheese ball canisters. Cool. That you know had the you know, and I wonder if Taco Bell will eventually have that logo. Yeah, it was kind of nice, futuristic. Logo. Yeah, that was the. It's not far off from what it was, and at that time, I mean, it, it um, had like a nice orbit around it. I yeah, think, mm, it, it made sense. Yeah, I don't know. it made sense, and um, we I've had, never eaten at Taco Bell. That's because I like tacos my special way. Yeah, I, I eat. And there, uh, oh geez, probably 
five years ago. Huh. And I would say that it gets, and the one thing I remember about it, I remember the food was awful. Like, I'm really hungry, I have to eat something, or I'm, I'm not going to be able to drive. And I don't think I ate that road the whole day. So I ate really quick, and I tried to find the healthiest thing on the menu, which, don't do that. Um, well, they actually have Fresca options there, which ain't that bad. Um, and I went to the bathroom, and I washed my hands, and I noticed there was no mirror. And I, I told one of my employees about this. He's like, dude, if you eat a Taco Bell, do you really want to look at yourself after? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a good point, dude. It's really good. Um, and let's see. So, yeah, the... Um, uh, let's see. We get to the get there. So the oh the underground uh, the scraps. Uh, there's an underground base. They get there and um, there's a scene where they somehow get the idea that um, uh, what Phoenix is hiding out under there. Right. Yeah. Or they try and you know for the most part they were correct. You know they started oh, yeah. to figure it out. But the people are like, yeah. oh god, the cops are here. Yeah, but there is a scene where. Uh, um, Phoenix is in uh, Cactus' office, and they start discussing what the issue is. I mean, we all know it, blah, blah, blah. What's in it for me? Yeah. And, Malibu? Yeah. I want Malibu and yeah, maybe the and, coast. And yeah, he wanted to defraud, he wants to defrost some of his other other men, so that way he can do this a little quicker <laughs> um, and a little easier. But um, they need to assassinate Friendly. Um, Cocteau's got big fucking fireplace. Remind yeah. me of Citizen Kane, but more futuristic. Yeah, yeah, it's true. You did say that. Yeah. Um, Phoenix gave combat training when he was uh, when he was under stasis, which was necessary for his escape. Uh, ah, that's when um, Spartan and Huxley start questioning. Hey, what the fuck? Why does he know all this stuff? Yeah. And yeah, yeah. Go ahead, yeah, she looks into the programming and. Well, I think we jumped ahead because there's the near romance scene. Yeah. Oh, you know, I, I um want to save that. Okay. If you don't mind. But the um. The yeah, they they go back and forth and um, they're trying to figure out here, but there is a scene right there. I thought they went the, into the sewers after that. Mm, yeah, but there is a scene where. They're going back and forth trying to figure out how he knows all this stuff. And, uh, you know, he makes her the sweater. And he's like, yeah, they, they provide skills to you, you know, when the computer provides skills to you when you're in the stasis. And here he's like, yeah, I know how to do that. I want to do stitches. This is what I just wanted to do. And he's like, I'm a fucking seamstress. <laughs> hey, you'll be the envy if there's another apocalypse because you'll know how to make clothes and everyone else will be like I don't know what to do yeah we are a new god hail god seamstress make <laughs> us some clothes damn the Etsy kids would be powerful at that point huh mm-hmm uh, let's see so um they're out, they're down in the um uh, they're down in the in the sewer, and this is where Spartan starts to take, you know, sympathy or friendly, and 
starts understanding their causes, starts feeling a little better. It's not just like a bunch of thieves or anything down there. It's like families all huddled masses, all dirty and stuff. You gotta wonder if Futurama took inspiration from that. Oh. A bit, because the... Yeah, I don't know. There's the scenes, you know, where... Um, oh, like in the Mutant epi- City, right? Yeah, when uh, Leela finds her parents, and it was something very similar to that that I remember, so I think it would be... I think that... Close. The only people who can live in the sewer and not be filthy are the fucking Ninja Turtles. True. But but I, yeah. I read that there's different kinds of sewers, like there's like storm drain sewers that aren't necessarily like a poop sewer. True, yeah. Yeah, right, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, that's where he gets the rat burger, because he, he, yeah. they smell something bad. and. That's disgusting. What's what that smell? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, yeah. And then oh, he, yeah. He just kind of goes to the front of the line, and they just... Yeah. It was the, it was a sweet scene, though, I think. Yeah. Because the lady's all, like, kind of afraid. She's afraid she's going to get busted. Yeah, and he starts speaking Spanish to her. Yeah. Yeah, which and was really interesting. Kind of, uh, pres- yeah. uh, whatever that word for is, you could see it having a modern kind of yeah. what's going on right now kind of shit. Yeah. Spanish yeah. lady thinks she's going to get busted. Yeah. But he just wants oh, a rat yeah. burger. Well, yeah. he doesn't know what's a rat burger, but yeah. he likes it. Yeah, Huxley is this really cool thing. He's like, I wouldn't worry. Like, do you see any cows down here? A <laughs> oh. rat? All right. <laughs> yeah, she, she's so happy. And she's like, oh, it's a rat. Ratata. He's like, you think at first he's going to maybe spit it out or be like, ew, but he's like, all right, it's pretty good. Yeah. Want some? Yeah, you got to try this. This is great. Yeah, and he sees that delicious sports car. Yeah. Like an old whatever. That was a thing of beauty. And Huxley knew all its specs, too. Yeah, that was a did her thing research. of fucking beauty. Was Why great. was that pristine car down in that filthy sewer? I don't know. Oh, well. I don't know. Uh, yeah. they, they put it to good use soon. Yeah. But, um, they do meet with Friendly, who thinks they're there to kill him, but they're like, no, we're looking for Phoenix, who wants, who is supposed to kill he you. He wants to kill you, yeah. And um, he basically explains that, well, they live in the sewer because they're free there. They're not, like, chipped and... I don't know. Maybe he wants to smoke a big fucking cigar yeah. or eat a burger. So, yeah. Yeah, and that's the one. That's what I was looking for earlier here, but it's the... Dennis Leary. Yeah, Dennis Leary here. The uh, the sense of, sense of living off the grid speech, but it's the... Um, yeah. I think this is where it is here. So, you got that right. See, according to Cogitude's plan, I'm the enemy because I like to think, I like to read, I like freedom of speech, I like freedom of choice. I'm the guy who wants to sit in a greasy spoon and think, gee, should I have a T-bone steak or should I have a jumbo bag of barbecue ribs with a side of gravy fries? I want to have high cholesterol, eat bacon and buckets of butter and buckets of cheese, okay? Mm, I want a Cuban cigar and smoke the size of Cincinnati in a smoking, in the non-smoking section. I want to run through (laughs) the streets, green naked jello over my body, reading a Playboy magazine. Why? Because I suddenly feel the need to. Okay, pal? Well, I see the future, and I know what it is. There's a 47-year-old virgin sitting around in the beige pajamas, drinking a banana broccoli shake, singing Oscar Mayer Wiener. You want to live? You got to live a cocktail's way. You, he wants, he wants what he wants. He, 
He wants how he wants it. Your choice, come down here, maybe starve to death. And that is one of those things. I, I wonder if that was ad-libbed by Dennis Leary because there is a bit that he has that is, I have been wanting to find it for years. I saw it once and it was amazing. It was a rant on what if he started his own church. And it's just, he said, you know, and he, not to get too political, but he did, well, we're talking about a pretty much a political movie anyway, um, but he, um, he said this thing that it's like everybody cares about, for all politicians care about is freedom of speech, freedom of speech, you know, like I could say this thing against a Muslim because it's freedom of speech, but you totally overlook the fact that you have freedom of religion. And then he went in this rant of what happens. He's like, you know what? We're going to sit around. We're going to eat pizza. We're going to drink beer. You're going to confess the sins. You sinned? Yeah, I sinned too. Great. Cool. High five. And it is just, it's genius. And it's amazing. And I haven't seen it. If anybody's listening who knows what I'm talking about, please post it on the Movie Theater Time Machine page on Facebook. Or something, because I would love to see that. Did you try Google? I've tried for years. It is awesome. Um, it's one of those, I think, that's very heavily protected. It might have been from his No Cure for Cancer thing, but... Uh. Um, anyway, it is just brilliant. Uh, there, there's no there's no denying the brilliance of Dennis Larry. I think he's great. Um, so how do they get the car out of the sewer? Uh, it was the, there was um, there was an elevator shaft uh, that I was sitting in. So the elevator shaft rose up, and that's when they went through the museum that the the sewer was under. <laughs> and then they drove out the window, and thus began the chase. And they grabbed. Um, they were able to track uh, uh, Phoenix in uh, Huxley's car. And she's like, "Oh look, he's got my car! He's got my car!" And, you know, obviously she's all excited because something's finally happening. And the demolition man monitor kind of comes to be because then, you know, he doesn't has total disregard of anybody else on the road. But he's just chasing after his man. Um, and this is where we find out when they're fighting and, you know, they're... Thank God they have self-driving cars. Yeah, so Spartan Spart doesn't know how to drive the car, which is kind of funny. Uh, very soon, um, but it's also a ploy as uh, Sylvester Stallone's parallel speech a bit. But um, they uh, they're fighting, and he's uh, Spartan is holding Phoenix's head down to the ground as oh. it's, as it's driving, and that's where we see that oh, all the hostages back in 1996. Uh, we're already dead, and Spartan spent 36 years in prison for no reason. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah, it's just one of those bad guys. Hey, you want to know this thing that's going to piss yeah. you off before I kill yeah, you? and a great line. He says, yeah, I went to prison with a smile on my face. Well, he had nightmares about his wife uh, knocking on the glass and burning buildings. and Yeah. She died in the big one. Yeah. And we don't. We never find out what happens to his daughter. Yeah, and just say uh, that. So Phoenix returns to Cocktail's men. What does he do? Kills him. He has, yeah. He has his thugs um, 
because you know he can't pull pull the trigger himself so he just has hey you shoot him okay <laughs> yeah and they toss him in the fireplace yeah because yeah and associate bob says hey i could be a really good associate for you well that's the only yeah. that's the only i mean come on that makes sense yeah okay sure and then but he also takes off later oh he wants to help um you all oh, right they're Phoenix was going to unfreeze like a whole army of criminals. Yeah, and they go out thaw the they try to thaw the convicts, which is a great, great fight scene. I I I love this movie. Uh, Spartan enters here to go to fight Phoenix alone. Uh, they're at this point, and this is where um, Puxley grows up. We forgot where she bit. gets to drive. The old car, and she doesn't yeah. know how to drive the old car. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, do I press the pedal? What do I do? Yeah, yeah. they both don't know how to drive their opposite cars. <laughs> it's cute. Yeah, and this was a really interesting part, because I thought, like, how long would it take, like I mentioned with the floppy disk, like, how long would it take us to forget? And, I mean, she is possibly in her early 30s. Mm. You know, around our age, so I think she probably, you know, after the great, you know, the great uh, earthquake in 2010, she probably never drove. Mm. So all these cars and all this, and they're thinking of now, she like... She can steer, because her uh, cop car let her steer sometimes if she... Yeah. At, uh, gave it a certain command. And even now, like, Google is starting to... Um, uh, start to test self-driving cars in Santa Barbara. Hmm. So, uh, kind of a weird parallel. Are we, should we get into what they got right, or is that more of an end thing? I think an end thing, but just uh, give it a, well, it all really starts to, you know, wind up here, and... He, he gets picked up as if, um... The claw machine thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. the yeah. claw. Yeah, that's true, and it's, um... It's fun. It's really, really good one. I like how you know he's trying to figure it out, and like the, um, the one of the one of the hoses that has the uh, the, the biofreeze fluid that he sprays it on one of the joints and then kicks it out of the way, and even like Phoenix there, like he's impressed. Be goddamn. It's like okay, and then you know he spray he sprays the fluid all over. Uh, Phoenix. Uh, oh God! He exchanged fluids. Yeah. Oh well. Yeah. <laughs> maybe that, maybe yeah. Phoenix was his true love. You know, like Batman and Joker. You <laughs> forgot to mention the almost sex scene. Well, again to that. Again to that. There, there is. Are the we not going chronological? No. Oh, okay. No, but I'm saving that for one particular reason. But it's uh, getting to it. But the. Um, you know, they, uh, the police feared they lost Cockatoo for the... Cockatoo. Uh, oh, all right. <laughs> Whatever. Um, they're here, so they're, like, at the end of it, you know, Spartan, you know, takes down, he takes down the cryogenic, the cryogenic prison. One part I did forget, um, he's arrested by the police uh, a couple times. He's put under arrest by Cockatoo in the begin uh, about midway through, they ignore it and they just move on in order to keep it going. Um, and Take this job and shovel it. Yeah, and then he, 
you know, there he's arrested also by the police chief, but also they like, well, you can't leave because uh, you're under arrest. And then he leaves. They're like, no, wait, no, you can't leave. No, that's not how it works. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's really funny. Uh, and then you're like, what do we do? But then a call back to the beginning. You know, they take what down. Mind control. Yeah. Mind really? control. Well, yeah, mind control. Just say don't do, don't shoot. You know, won't happen to Phoenix. Yeah, he's right. Mm-hmm. At the um, uh, you know, so at that point they take down the the cryogenic prison. He blows that up. It's a good callback to the beginning. He freezes uh, Phoenix with the hose and then kicks his head off. Yeah, which is which was a cool scene. He had a head, uh, uh, a nice uh, one-liner again. Can't, I can't remember it. Yeah, Heads up, yeah, probably. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He spins around on the claw and kicks him. Yeah. Bam. Uh, so the scraps were together to build a society. And they're like, what do we do? What's going on? And uh, you know, how are we going to do it? Like, eh, we'll figure it out. Now, okay, get to the point you mentioned. The end of it, he kisses Huxley. And they're like, yeah, I think I'm going to like the future. Like that sailor picture. Yeah, and the two go off together. Now, there is a scene where she invites him to his... Uh, to uh, her apartment. Yeah, she got him a separate a domicile because they yeah. talk funny in the future. Yeah. And we don't. Yeah, and yeah, he procured the whole thing, did everything that was possible. Um, you know, she had a really cool apartment. I I like. Uh, I thought it was interesting. I, I think Pee Wee would have loved that apartment. I think Pee Wee Herman was her decorator. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but everything that went through was fine. But then um, he, um, there's like, well, you like to have sex. It's like, all right. Well, yeah, she noticed a strong correlation, uh, you know, between danger, excitement, arousal. So after their, is that after she shot a guy? No, no. No, it's before. Okay, because, yeah, she did have to shoot a guy, and she was all like, I, I took his life. Yeah, it's like, well, it was us or him. But this is you before know, that, where it's still yeah. glamorous to her. And, yeah, but I'm getting into the point of it, but this is... Um, if you haven't seen this movie, I mean, stop this podcast here. Or, if you want to, just enjoy our discussion. It's, it's not a spoiler, it's just a fan theory. No, but, well, it can warp the view of the scene. But she puts these helmets on, and... They're just like, well, I wonder if you want to have sex. Okay, so they sit down waiting. She's wearing this really nice robe. He's like, oh, okay, maybe lingerie underneath or something. You've got to see his thoughts. But, you know, they put the helmets on, and then there's this sex through wavelength, brainwave thing. And, you know, at the end, they're kissing, you know, and she has this, all this freak out over, you know, body the fluid exchange. They don't even kiss in the future. Yeah. So she's freaked out when he tries. Like, well, how do you, uh... Make a baby. How do you make a baby? Do it in a lab, all yeah. clean. Yeah. They don't even touch hands in, in the future, because if you notice their funny waves, they just kind of, like, make like they're going to high-five and, and wiggle their... Circle. Yeah, like they're doing wax on, wax off, but at a, you know, leaving room for the Holy Ghost in the middle of that, that, uh, handshake. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, it's funny. So, yeah, they, they don't... I guess there was some kind of super AIDS kind of thing. All kinds yeah. of diseases with acronyms. Yeah, and they go through... Yeah, well, so that's why people don't fuck anymore. Like, except yeah. with VR helmets that give you orgasms. And there is a... Um, the fan theory is is that Huxley is um, is Spartan's daughter. There's a lot of people, so yeah, we never know what happened to his daughter because yeah, she offered to look at research on the computer on the car, but he was like, nah, because he doesn't want to. Yeah, he doesn't what want to just suddenly show up in her life and be like a Neanderthal type. And, um, wow, um, I just realized one of the Wasteland scraps uncredited for years was, was Jack Black. Huh. Maybe you can make a Where's Waldo game out of it. Yeah. Yeah, the, um, yeah, and also Jackie Chan was offered to play Wesley Snipes' role, but he turned it down. Isn't that where uh, Huxley learned how to fight, she said? Yeah. Jackie Chan yeah, movies. Yeah, so, I mean, it's still, it's, um, this is a really, really fantastic movie. Mm. I, I would really highly recommend it, as it also goes into, you know, a lot of things like now, and, you know, you don't really know, we don't have villains, really, in this world, I mean, obviously in our reality, but... It does really help you question class systems, and I, I I love it. I I think it's I think it's fantastic. Now, uh, hey, did you find your criminal yet? Oh, uh, well, um, I uh, I think I might have gotten a clue or two from the the, the movie. Maybe no, uh, there was a lot of people in that crowd scene, so uh, I uh. I guess I just wasted my Saturday night here instead of being searching all, right. all noble and alone like uh Oh well you gonna you wanna hang around, you show yourself out or I'm very good know. at showing myself out. <laughs> Alright. But don't you wanna know what I thought? Yeah, yeah. No, please, yeah, what do you think? I think that it was a quaint and tame future <laughs> and the quaint and tame present and I don't know why there wasn't more you know wrestling wild animals hmm cause who, the, who thinks seen. fuck is a bad word that, that's like oh your baby learns to say fuck it's like my baby learned to talk oh adorable you know come on my, my first word was shit shit mittens I think so says the story I know, yeah. polysymbolic, you know? Yeah, there, Very good. There, you're right, there wasn't really a lot of animals in this at all, actually. Uh, maybe electric sheep, I don't know. Mmm. Ooh, good reference, yeah. But sometimes yeah. you just gotta blow things up and start over again, you know? Yeah. Well, um, yeah, true, true, yeah, recycling's always good. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, I think we'll, you know, I'll here. see myself out. Alright, so we'll see. I can uh, tell when I've overstayed my welcome. No, no, no. You're always funny. I guess, yeah. I got Oh, you notice you jailed us sometimes. Uh, my, my criminal off in 1990, whatever the hell, I don't know. Uh, 
Hey. What? Hey, do it. Yo! Try and catch me, bitch. <laughs> Why the euphemisms? Okay. <laughs> I, I'll put out the fire on the carpet. I, they, I think they time travel a little too fast, uh, and they... Uh, okay, yeah. yeah. Thanks, Max. Max is very handy, huh? Hey, hey, guys, didn't we notice he was sitting there the whole time? <laughs> That's stupid. Like, wearing a scream mask or hiding behind the couch? I, I well, he was chiming in the whole time. You didn't hear him? You, you didn't say anything at he all, Max. I was kind of hoping a time cop would find something, but I was kind of enjoying it. A criminal shows up in the house, and you give him... What? Coffee? Hugs? Advice? I didn't do anything. I was just watching. Exactly! Like that a, was the problem! Time cap's watching, looking for the damn criminals. Sit right there. Don't even notice. Kind of funny. I think Time Cop was just making shit up just to hang out with us. Yeah. That's... Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I like, um... I like talking I like about more. what this movie got right. Yeah, what do you, you think? Huh? Okay, um, yeah. well, I know we don't really have self-driving cars all over the place, but I could see that being commonplace. The, yeah. The car models, except it's for, coming, like, yeah. one tape dispenser-looking thing, most of the car models look like uh, normal cars. Way better than AI. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, I mean, they look like modern cars, not like 1993 cars, I don't Yeah, they got think. a little bit of the DeLorean-type oh, thing. Oh, yeah, though, know, they, the that was unusual. The wing doors. Yeah, and you got a lot... Yeah, it did... It was It was good, I think. But the shapes um, of the, like, fronts were all, like, smooth, streamlined, yeah. like you see in cars today. Also, you know, a lot An of iPad? people... iPads? iPads. Um, At least just one with a photo of a person. Yeah, and, um... You know, also a lot of people paying with credit. You know, money's not really tossed around that much anymore. Oh, they didn't have, like, physical money. They just had yeah. uh, credit or something. Right, but, you know, a lot of people play, uh, pay with um, credit cards. A lot of people pay with credit. Um, you know, a lot of things, like, you have Apple Wallet now. Yeah. You know, where you can pay just by tapping your phone. Mm. You know, that you have that as well, so that's pretty good. Um... I don't know. There's I thought there was an a, an effort to make some of the TVs look flat, flatter. True. I mean, I did notice some curved screens, but the computer looked not like a big box, not as thin as like a computer now, but still, it yeah. looked like there was effort. Although the film filming a video, it made everything look every all video look blue as hell. Yeah. But I think that's the whole problem with the whole trying to film. A recording, you film a TV and it looks all funky for whatever reason. I know there's True. an explanation, but um, but yeah, a voice activated stuff. Um, yeah, yeah, and that, you know the the um, the Surrey was almost um, was almost there as well in the beginning when they're looking up protocols and what murder death kills and codes are and where you know that that was almost that was a good thing i just go see this movie honestly it, it's a very well done flick and it doesn't get enough credit it's a i i would add the caveat it's more of a fun action movie it's not like you're gonna sit 
watch a philosophical debate on freedom versus I don't know safety or anything, but no, it's a it's a fun kind of funny sometimes movie. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah. it's like a good cheesy action movie with yeah fun stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's not trying to tell you really any message. Just hey, let's well, I think she's funny. A you know a requisite point like a you know like sort of but it's not like it's there to necessarily argue too much about it it's more just like you know here's the character's motivations maybe yeah true rather than arguing hey this is why uh it's better to have less control in the world or something true yeah 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 any fantasy casting ideas or Oh my god, that... <laughs> well, for one thing... Um, oh, they had uh, they had telepresence, too. Like, only okay. it was a boardroom full of, like, little robot things on wheels. Oh, yeah. With the faces on the video yeah. calls. But, yeah. Um, uh, Phoenix refers to Cocteau, calls him Evil Mr. Rogers. Yeah. But what I wanted to see from the beginning, I wanted to see Mel Brooks's Cocteau because he looks so much like him. Yeah, or even like, even Tony Shalhoub. <laughs> I think would be really funny. Uh, the guy who played Monk. Oh yeah. But yeah. I I would like to see Mel Brooks do like a tongue in cheek version. That I that I agree. Yeah, it's even like you know where he played the. Uh, uh, the monk Takamata. Yeah, and, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, they, it was very similar to that, too. <laughs> yeah, you know, they, they're, they're very Broadway-esque. <laughs> Welcome to Santa Anus. <laughs> the, uh, uh, the, uh, did you say Anus? No, I didn't, no. But um, I don't really have... Want no fact? Really any, like, any real fantasy casting... Oh. Even, like, the one thing I think maybe putting Schwarzenegger in the Stallone role. He was mentioned that probably yeah. he'd been president. Yeah, which and... Which doesn't seem far-fetched anymore. No. The more time passes, let's put but, it that way. But, you know, that would, that would be interesting, and... Did it. Maybe, maybe Reese Witherspoon in the Sandra Bullock role. Why? Seems random. Not I don't know. Like, I don't know. It is. It seemed to be pretty interesting. I've pretty much liked everything she's ever done, or at least that I've seen. Oh, was she in? Um. Oh God. Uh, well, Legally Blonde was probably her most notable, like, Never well-known saw. role. Um. Uh, oh, Pleasantville. Oh. Duh. Okay. Yeah. You know that, so I, I, I could see that, but that's really stretching. I wouldn't really change anything in the movie, honestly. But you know, like you got a point with the Mel Brooks one. I, mm-hmm. I, I would agree. I'd like to just see a mention of the that he has a family at the beginning, just to make it like, oh yeah. no, why, why are you? I don't know. Yeah, still held though. Yeah. If you wanted to make any like real point with the movie, I think it would need more time and but then it would turn more serious and less fun action yeah let's throw a tv make a one-liner about you're on tv yeah that, that, those are oh really i would good. like i bet 
please somebody make a, a Batman and Joker Elseworlds following this? Because yeah. I felt like it was so Batman and Joker, except without, with, without like, I don't know, gadgets? Well, there were some gadgets, but you know what I mean? Without superhero costumes. Yeah. yeah Although he was so running around in fucking overalls and a red shirt, <laughs> looking like an evil Bart Chucky doll. <laughs> Is it as a fact, too, or... Huh? So you want to know a fact? So. Oh, well, it was because I was going to say a fun fact based on a pun I had just made that is long since disappeared from the memory now because uh. you, I thought you said San Anus, so I was going to say, you want to know a fun fact? And you were going to say, okay, and I was going to say, Uranus is gaseous. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, this, this one's definitely worth checking out, and it's a great cult classic. So, stay tuned, folks. So we have uh, we will have an announcement posted probably within the next few days. A recording after we record this, and we are um, going to announce our theme for next month. Yeah. Um, great end of summer, good one, and hopefully have some fun here. Bring some of the old gang back in order. This is always fun, folks, so we're the Movie Theater Time Machine Podcast. We always appreciate you. Wee! All right, so, oops, uh, unlock the recorder. All right, be good, take care of yourselves, but don't be too good. Dun, dun, dun.